This is the 62nd episode and we are coming back to you after almost a year now. And on the other line with me, I have Akhilesh. We've heard him before. Hi, Akhilesh. How are you doing? Hi. That speaks of our uh, punctuality so far as Busy Nation podcasts are concerned. One year, one podcast. The, one of the reasons is that we haven't been able to crack the time difference between India and Australia with Ritika. We will be back with her very soon. But before that, let's talk about... And we have Akhilesh on this podcast because he had been to Europe very recently, about only a month back, and at the height of the Euro crisis. How was your 15-day Euro trip? Euro rail, and you also had a first-class man. You're a rich guy. First class in all those Euro rails. So how was the experience? Yeah, it was fantastic experience. I think uh, luxury is defined in Euro rails. You can imagine yourself sitting in a five-star hotel and the train is moving. That is what is a euro rail experience except for the night liners the night liners are not that great night liners are the trains that connect the two cities in the night that means the trains are running in the night so they are a bit cramped and look at you complain about the european trains yeah. in mumbai if you all travel in those local trains and here here is akhilesh complaining with a stiff upper lip already but yes. now let's <laughs> so all you listeners in this episode what we will be doing is picking up the most talked about topic in all of Europe, that is the European crisis. So so how was it? What, what are the different countries that you did? Amsterdam? Uh, Amsterdam is not a country. It's a capital of a country. So Sorry. I did I did, I, I did Netherlands and Amsterdam is the capital of right. the Netherlands. I did three cities in Germany, Frankfurt, Munich and Berlin. One city in Italy, Rome, the capital again, Paris in France and two cities in Austria, Salzburg and Innsbruck. And wow. that's all. Yeah. And and in Italy, I went to Vatican City, which is supposedly a different country also. So That's awesome. Last month, I did Sangli, Kolhapur, Bid, Parbhani. <laughs> no. But the Euro crisis, as we all know, is, is has been around for a while. And just to give you a brief background, back on January 1st, 1999, Aki, if you remember, the biggest monetary experiment in the history of the world took place where all the European countries got together and said, we will follow just one currency. And what happened then? The smaller countries, they got to straddle or piggyback on Germany's brilliant rise in the whole world. So basically, they could borrow money at what Germany would borrow. Companies got money at ridiculously low interest rates, at the same interest rates that German companies like BMW would get to build their cars. The problem was that they weren't as spendthrift like Germans are. They didn't have the competitive industries like Germany did. And slowly and steadily, in the end, when there was just too much loans on their balance sheets, on the banks, the banks went bust. The government didn't have enough money to bail them out. And then you had these countries go to Germany and say, hey, please help us out. And then Germany said, hang on, we didn't ask you to be so profligate in your spending for so many years. So we are not going to help you out as yet. That's what happened. And you've traveled to some of the countries. How was the atmosphere there? How did they greet you? Or how are the, let's say, the restaurants or the tourist centers that you went to, Aki? I think Europe attracts maximum tourists in the world. And I think they deserve that kind of attraction for two reasons. One, they have the best sculpting, painting, 
artist work of the world which you will ever witness in the history of mankind in their museums every city has not less than 500 museums which is phenomenal for any city to have second obviously their connectivity and their uh, their infrastructure is brilliant for these two major reasons europe will keep attracting tourists throughout the world for long time to come so far as tourism is concerned i don't think it will ever make part of decision for europe it could be manufacturing so far as whatever i saw i think europeans are gluttonous consumers but so far as food items are concerned there are cafes that are always full all the cafes are full all the time with people <laughs> and bears are being guzzled cigarettes are being smoked again another industry i think restaurants cafes they are going to do really well in europe but you know what akiv one of our friends arun who is a chartered accountant he visited a few european countries some time back and he was telling me that i think it was in portugal where he said he went into a restaurant he had his food and he paid by cash instead of card which is the norm there and they offered him dessert for free why because he offered to pay by cash because if you pay by credit card that money gets into the bank account of that restaurant a few days later and they would rather have the money in cash so the situation is so bad out there that they would reward you so did you face any of that no not even at a single place because even if i paid by card it was welcome i paid by cash it was equally welcome what we read in the papers and what we see on the tv is very different from what actually is out there it's very different you see despondency on tv all the time ki ye crisis wo crisis but when you are in europe right. it is not that people are weeping and wailing it's nothing like that everyone is doing their normal routine daily ka kaam train driver is going to his train office goers are going to office businessmen are opening their shops factory people are going to factory everything is happening normally it is not a despondent situation at least in the countries that i went to there were full of vibrant full of people people from all parts of the world were there every damn nationality you could find in all the places that i went to the problem that i saw is i thought that europeans do not want to work for larger number of hours they only work for 8 to 5 or 8 to 6 and after then they have their personal time of going to a pub having fun also if you are out of employment for any reason whatsoever you are paid a compensation of 400 euros per month if you are paid 400 euros per month you can make a holiday in spain in in a month's time Whoa. so that much amount of money is being paid without you adding anything to the economy which country are you talking about now in particular this is germany i am talking about and this is from the horses mouth a friend of mine who told me this that if a mother of a child so if she says that by any chance she becomes german citizen that she holds a pr of germany and she is out of employment and she cites motherhood reasons for it she will get a compensation of 500 euros per month being a mother that's all that you have to do just be a mother and cite a reason that just because i am a mother i cannot work ah so long as you're not working you get paid for maybe the first 6 months or a year or whatever yeah, the yeah but now they are questioning these policies they were happy with these policies till this time but now they are questioning that did you really actually look for any active employment in last one year if you are not looking then they might reduce or wave off the compensation and all that now they are considering all these things earlier they were not even thinking of considering all these things. so when we read about those austerity measures so this is one of them because they are also increasing 
the retirement age of workers in some countries including germany they have tremendous medical facilities so nobody dies there and that's the <laughs> problem with germany that they have serious issues with population and youth because german women do not produce kids like indians do and elder generation is getting old so they have a population imbalance that the other cultures for example german had a nudist culture you know naturalist culture but that is not there anymore in that much prominence because other cultures are coming to germany because they do not have enough population to sustain german things so there are people from turkey there are people from india there are people from various parts of europe there are people from us so many people are working in germany now it's become a very multicultural unlike germany was supposed to be not as open and few parts northern germany is still not like berlin is not supposed to be as open as frankfurt or munich is i can tell you one more thing that europe is divided western europe which is very affluent like germany netherlands france and there is eastern europe which is absolutely despondent like greece turkey bulgaria so let's start with amsterdam you went to amsterdam first right i think it was one of your first stops so yeah so you know everyone is aware about the red light culture of amsterdam that how big uh, red light culture of amsterdam is and uh, it's a part of the economy where prostitutes pay taxes on the service they offer but if you go and if you meet those girls they are not dutch girls they are bulgarian girls they are girls from eastern europe and they make a bomb young girls charge 150 euros for 15 minutes which they would never ever imagine to make that kind of money in their own native country so you can say holland germany france they are the pinnacle of uh, european uh, economy followed by italy italy attracts hell lot of tourists out of the world because italy has some beautiful beaches in the world italy has vatican city it's always bustling with people italy italy is very much like india and i was reading just a few days ago an article on reddit which was talking about the top economies in the world germany is going to become the fifth largest economy in the world and italy the eighth or ninth which was a very strange thing for me because i don't think apart from coffee is getting manufactured from italy coffee is their staple thing because italian coffee is popular all over the world apart from coffee i really don't know and tourism so but they still are seventh or eighth economy in the world and germany they said fifth but the way germans are germans are hard working people they believe in hard work so even their companies like work hard or volkswagen they they believe in six sigma efficiency in everything you know but tell me recently there was news that volkswagen passed a regulation among its workers that none of you will have any access to blackberry after your working hours until the next morning to ensure that you have a life of your own so on one hand you're saying that they stick to their 8 to 5 culture and they will not do any work after that and companies are doing stuff to ensure that they don't work and on the other hand you also say that they are hard working so how does that add up i am talking in particular of germans so if 8 to 5 they are working they are only working they are not doing anything else and i think that is one of the main complaints of angela merkel who is the chancellor of germany and she's saying that all other countries like greece for example a country that you did not visit it went into doldrums in 2009 it asked for money again in 2010 in 2011 again it had to be bailed out these countries haven't worked hard so you're saying germans work harder than others first they work harder than others for sure and they have brilliant brains as i told you that all technology that we even touch feel see today has a german brain behind it without albert einstein without edwin schrodinger without many other german scientists i don't even know the names uh, they are the inventors of modern world 
while you talk so greatly about germany we read that other countries are not doing too well like for example spain what's happening there so while i was traveling through the europe i was closely watching the news at cnn about the economy and the euro crisis and euro crisis was flashed all over the business news in europe it was not that everyone was languishing you would not see any beggar crying on a street for arms there in in europe even if they would not have a proper job they would do some kind of jugglery act on the street or play music and make money the street performers they are called so for example in amsterdam there was a street performer who was performing some jugglery trick and he was asking that you can pay donation to me any donation is good donation so 50 euros is a good donation if you do not have 50 euros pay 10 euros that's a good donation if you do not have 10 euros pay 5 that's a good donation if you do not have 5 pay 2 euros or 1 euro that's a good donation and if you do not have even 1 euro i hope things get better for you <laughs> man they have a sense of humor in spite of <laughs> yeah. all of this so maybe because of all of this was that was one of my experiences while i was in dan square that's a fantastic place anyone actually can go and perform some kind of jugglery trick or or trick or two out of his sleeve and make money there but spain is not doing too well there are strikes and <laughs> yeah again you know there are two things that since spain is a holiday destination for entire europe again they are heavily dependent on tourism spain they do not manufacture much unlike germany they are dependent on the government's uh, dividends government's da and government's which or whatever they dole out monthly freebies or f- annual freebies so all those were getting cut for the spaniards and they were out in a protest march that we do not want these freebies to be cut something similar to what you will see air india people going on strike i don't know whether they were strike or not but they were definitely out on protest that they do not want their dearness allowances and freebies to be cut by the government and i was listening to one of the discussions on cnn europe and some guy was not for austerity cuts and i don't think that how it is going to how what kind of plan he had come up with that austerity cuts are not important and you are not for austerity and you are because whatsoever life i have experienced in 32 years you cannot solve the same problem by having the same solutions which are not working for you in the past it has been my experience also when i become austere in my consumption i get more money automatically you have bought things on credit now you have to repay that so right. if you are unable to repay the credit that you have already taken you have to have austerity measures now suppose i have a 20 lakh loan on me on my housing by god's grace i am able to pay my emis but suppose i want to repay the loan in one year for example that's my target then i have to make some adjustments either in my consumption or increase my income in some manner so that i can complete that loan in one year's time either i cut my consumption that is one austerity measures or i work more number of hours that's also austerity that's what i think i don't know what that economist had in mind <laughs> talking about the amount of debts that some countries have run up greece was about 150% of their annual output or gdp how do you pay that kind of money back the only way to do it is you could have years of surpluses for the government or the government can collect more tax revenues that's not going to happen because most of them are unemployed other option is to have exports more than imports but if you have less people employed in jobs there is that much less production so the other option is to borrow so that's what the other countries are doing borrowing money let me have a question for you about economy all economy is dependent on consumption isn't it why do you think we consume it's a desire demand peer pressure pull of the society there are many factors of consumption okay i may not want to buy a tv for example but if my house in india doesn't have a tv i will be looked down upon that 
साले के घर पे टीवी भी नहीं है इफ आई माइट हैव क्रोर्स इन माय बैंक एंड आई डोंट हैव अ टीवी साला कंजूस है मे बी आई डू नॉट हैव अ रिक्वायरमेंट फॉर अ टेलीविजन माय परचेज ऑफ अ टेलीविजन इज नॉट डिपेंडेंट ऑन वेदर आई रिक्वायर अ टीवी और नॉट इट डिपेंड्स ऑन वेदर अदर पर्सन इज थिंकिंग मी अ कंजूस or that i have no money to spend see you just put me back in my place for about 10 years i didn't have yeah. a tv so that just tells me what i am so when you saw things around you did you feel that most of the consumption was driven by peer pressure and not by necessity in some of the countries that you visited yeah say car if you don't buy a car in germany you are okay there is absolutely no problem you have such fantastic public transport that there are five modes of public transport you have a taxi you have a suburban train you have an underground train you have a tram you have a bus you don't require a car but still people will buy a car now you would say that they would want to go on an autobahn to experience an a freeway <laughs> from going to munich to say cologne or take a weekend trip out somewhere close by they need that car yes they do don't they if you ask me you do not require because eurorail is fantastic their public transport is awesome without any hassles of jostling around and being hampered by 20 other people so all well if you don't have a car you are not missing much so sometimes it may not be your need but cultures influence that need that's an interesting point but at the same time the germans hard working nature that you're talking about has done well for them this quarter the results are out the gdp quarter results and in europe it is the only economy which has expanded by a very marginal 0.3% but still has expanded whereas the whole euro crisis has put the global economy back by a bit and it has expanded only by 2.8% the global economy and this has apparently been the slowest rate of growth since 2009 so that that's that's how the global economy has been doing so in this podcast uh, aki probably in the next podcast we'll talk about certain indian stories now that we are back after a year this was more to know how your experience was and how the european economy on ground is doing as compared to what we read on tv yeah. that's about it from this episode of busy nation dhando takko rokro you can log on to theindicast.com leave your comments there follow us on facebook that's about it and we hope to come back to you in a week's time bye bye